Well, good morning, Motor City, and welcome to a chilly, chilly Saturday. Ooh, I brought my blanket in today. <laughs> oh, I bet. 45 degrees right now and a high of maybe Yikes. 55 today. Uh, the weather people on TV are going crazy talking about it's 16 degrees colder than this time yesterday. So mm -hmm. the big question is, it. did Cam Carmen turn on her furnace? No, I didn't. In fact, uh, last night, for some reason, I was hot and I had the ceiling fan on and I woke up this morning just like a popsicle. <laughs> like, oh, you were freezing. Yes. Oh, I was freezing. So, no, I did not. Okay. How about in the did car? You? Uh, the car, no, just the um, steering wheel, which does heat up. Oh, yeah, that's right. the most beautiful invention <laughs> known to man. I love. I don't have the steering wheel heater, but uh, I'll tell you the seat warmers. I, mm -hmm. I, I know I'm not alone. I use them all year long. So do I. <laughs> uh, for arthritis and tired muscles, and yeah. uh, boy, that's another great invention. But uh, yeah, gonna be on the chilly side, and it's gonna stay that way for a while. So we'll see if we uh, if we make the turn here. But you know how <laughs> it goes. Um, we usually have what they used to call Indian summer. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Somewhere yeah. in here, we'll get a blast of nice weather and then uh, before it really gets cold. And then the downhill slide for real. <laughs> yes. Yikes. Well, there's a lot to do this weekend. We'll be running down a list of all the things going on, like Frankenmuth having their Corn Maze Festival. Uh, it's the perfect time for outdoor events because you got cider mills, you got all kinds of Halloween stuff. Uh, mm hmm. Christmas right around the corner. It's Halloween in Greenfield Village. That sounds like fun. And I know you know about this camp because they've been doing it forever at the Detroit Zoo. It's the Zoo Boo. Zoo Boo is cool. Yeah, it goes from two to six and you can explore the zoo. They've got pumpkin displays, strolling entertainment, uh, magicians, jugglers, and they have all kinds of photo ops for you. Trick or treating spots for the kids. And it's uh, for a pretty good price, too. Children under two are free. And you end up with a lot of great photographs from the Zoo Boo. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. lots, lots to talk about on today's show. A number of things going on. But uh, right now, let's turn our attention to Dave Rieger, our producer here on the Great Michigan Weekend and our sports analyst. And Dave's going to give us a rundown on everything going on for today's games and, of course, the big Lions game tomorrow. Hey, good morning, uh, Jim. Good morning, Cam. We're going to start off this morning with the number two team in the nation. Jim, Michigan is on the road tonight against Minnesota. The Wolverines 5-0 on the season. They look to keep that win streak going and also capture the little brown jug. The Golden Gophers 3-2 on the season. They've got all three of their wins at home. Michigan has not lost a road game since losing to Michigan State on October 30th, 2021. Most state fans will remember that game, five touchdowns for Kenneth Walker III. Michigan, they're going to need a good game from their defense tonight. And that game kicks off at 7.30. MSU, they have the week off. They are on the bye this week. Heading over to the NFL tomorrow, the Lions, they're welcoming in the Carolina Panthers to Ford Field, looking to improve to 4-1 and one, and hoping to get some revenge on the Panthers after last season's 37-23 loss in Carolina. The injury bug has hit the lines this week, Jim. Amon Ross St. Brown, he's doubtful after not practicing all week. Star rookie Brian Branch, who also did not practice this week, he's been ruled out. 
And another rookie, Jamar Gibbs, their running back, he also is questionable. Carolina, they have not won a game yet this season, and it's been a rough go for their rookie quarterback and first-round draft pick Bryce Young. That game kicks off at 1 p.m. Jim, are you worried with the Lions' injury bug? I, I don't like having uh, one down on each side of the ball. That's not a good thing. And also, I, I admire the Lions, starting with Coach Campbell, by, by saying all week long, and you heard this a lot yesterday, they are taking nothing for granted. Right. Right. You know, they're very cautious, and you never know when a team is winless, man, they could just explode. And, of course, mm-hmm. we all remember the Christmas Eve game, which was embarrassing, uh, that loss. Right. So we'll, uh, we'll see how things go. But I like the way they're thinking. They're, they're thinking, hey, hey, let's not uh, be overconfident. This is not a cakewalk. Uh, and, right. And and I also heard the line was what nine. I think it's down to uh, eight and a half or eight now. But uh, I just think because that's a lot of there's probably a lot of money on the Lions. But okay. uh, yeah, it is a uh, yeah eight and a half. I think it's eight or eight and a half. Um, but you're right. You saw what happened on Thursday night. The Chicago Bears winless. They uh, came up and beat the Washington Commanders forty to twenty. So that was uh, quite the um, that was quite the uh, the win for. Chicago, and they had been um, on. They didn't. They didn't have a win yet. So your theory on you never know what can happen any given Sunday uh, that came true on Thursday. So I agree with you. You're into this big time. Uh, You've been drinking the Kool Aid every day on Facebook. (laughs) Uh, What do you think about tomorrow? I, uh, you know what? It's weird. I think the hype has kind of lulled a little bit. Still hopeful. Um, even though we've got some big players out, I'm still hopeful, and I still would love to go. <laughs> I called up a friend of mine, and I said, hey, um, you got any extra tickets? And he said, I can't even find tickets for my family. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I bet. I bet uh, folks who you know have season tickets are, are suddenly mm-hmm. the, most, the most popular people popular. In, the, in everybody's <laughs> phone book. Uh, right, right. We, we know how that goes with lion season tickets. It's feast or famine. I there've been exactly. years. There've been years when you couldn't give them away. Uh, That's one hundred percent true. <laughs> People yeah. were like, um, it's uh, it's going to be packed. It's going to be exciting. Fans are going to be pumped. It's been ten days since uh, last Thursday's when they last Thursday's game when they went into Lambeau and beat the Packers. So uh, it's going to be exciting. Um, Two more things real quick. Uh, Heading over to baseball, the divisional playoffs, they start today. Four games, Rangers at Orioles, Twins at Astros, Phillies at Braves, and the Diamondbacks at the Dodgers. Each series is a best of five games, and this will be exciting news for Jim. Tonight, the Wings, they play their preseason finale at LCA. They welcome in the Toronto Maple Leafs. Puck drops at 7 p.m., then the games start to count. Jim, give me your prediction do the Red Wings make the playoffs this season? Oh, I would put money absolutely on the Wings making the playoffs. I think uh, it's their time. I think it's funny. I've been hearing other teams talk about how the Lions' success and their strategy has inspired the other teams in unrelated sports. The hockey team, the Pistons feel the same way. I heard uh, a WJR interview the other night where they were talking to a general manager and he said, yeah, we're all kind of taking a page from the lions and we've got the same situation with guys we've been scouting and, and uh, grooming for a while. And we, we really feel good. So 
I think the Wings, I don't know if it's going to be as explosive as the Lions, but I think they're going to have a good, solid season and work their way up and get better and better. Hope so, anyway. So you think we'll get a few steps uh, maybe to a return to Hockey Town, maybe? Oh, that would be great, yeah. I would, would love be great. To. All right. Okay, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, this is going to be fun. Uh, Cam's got a list of five red flags. For those of you out there who are single, dating red flags, coming mm-hmm. your way next. We also got trivia for you this morning. We're giving away tickets to one of the great 80 band, 80s bands of all time, Depeche Mode. They, oh, yeah. they are still around and still uh, still rocking. So hang on for that. And we'll also announce our Hungry Howie's Hero of the Week coming up this morning when the Great Michigan Weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Excellent day with the cooler temperatures to get out there. Put your hoodie on. <laughs> maybe your parka if you get cold easily. <laughs> And uh, check out the Detroit Harvest Fest and Food Truck Rally that's down there on the DeQuinder Cut, where a lot of people like to run. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool down there. Yeah. Yeah, it is cool. Ypsilanti is having a freak fest, which I assume <laughs> is about Halloween. Uh, and then the Susan G. Komen Race for the Cure is tomorrow on Belle Isle. And uh, I've known many people, my wife and Faye from our show and a whole bunch of people who, um, who've been in that uh, race for the cure. And I imagine, based on what my wife has said over the years, uh, cooler temps are, are better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, know, you don't like to run when it's 90. Right. Um, so that should work out really well. So good luck to those folks. All right. Um, don't forget Hungry Howie's. We have this Hero of the Week contest, which is pretty cool, where you... Write us and tell us about somebody you know that you think has done something special, some random act of kindness. Maybe it's a good neighbor. Maybe it's a, a teacher at your kid's school. It could be your own child or a coworker. Anybody who's done something kind of nice and you want to brag on them, write us at hero at wjr.com. Tell us the story. And then every Saturday on our show, we pick one winner and that person and you. We'll both win a couple of large Hungry Howie's pizzas with a couple of toppings. And that'll be our way of saluting the hero of the week. So write us at hero at wjr.com. All right. For all the single people, all the single people, (laughs) Cam has a list of some uh, red flags to watch out for. Yeah, some five five early red flags to never ignore when you are dating. And this is according to a dating coach. Uh, the first one is trying to, if you're on a date, trying to get pity when you've just met, pity. like regarding regarding your ex saying, um, oh, he just dumped me. He just, I don't know what happened. He came out of the blue. And, and then they tell you some secrets to make you feel sorry for them, whether they're made up or not. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you that's, don't want to sound uh, like a sad sack, you know. Right. It's, that's not good. Right. Um, X bashing, of course. I mean, that just goes without saying with that. You know, we all like if, if it comes up, it comes up about. So were, were you married before? Were you what? You know, how long have it, has it been since you've been in a relationship? But using words like crazy or toxic and blaming everything on the X. Warning, warning. <laughs> so when you go out these days and it's somebody that you really don't know, you know, somebody mm-hmm. that 
it's uh, you've been introduced to or somebody you you met through a friend or mutual friends and you're on that first date and mm -hmm. you, you have to go through that that conversation of all right what's your story you know yeah of course uh so how do you approach you cam carmen how do you approach the so tell me about uh about your life have you been married before how do you you ha you can't omit everything you can't say oh right. nothing i've always been single you can't you know change the facts but how do you approach some of that info I just, you know, I keep it generic to say, obviously, I have twins, they're 22, single mom, it, you know, I keep it just really above the board. And then if someone goes into, well, what happened? I just say, well, we're in a pretty good place right now. So oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, I just don't, I, I don't want to say, you know what he did? I'll tell you what happened. He's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, because you don't realize it and you might get caught up in the passion of, of your pain and telling your story and you yeah. think, you think, oh, this person, you know, they asked, so I'm, I'm going to tell them what really happened. But uh, man, they can really drag you into a spot where somebody takes a look at you and says, wow, you know, I don't know if I want to hang out yeah. and spend a lot of time with this person. Right, right. You um, also like if, if your date is indecisive you plan all the dates, you plan all the activities and, and he or she is just kind of like, yeah, okay, we can do whatever you want. That's fine. I don't care. You know, like it's, uh, you're, you're doing all the work and it gets exhausting like really okay. early on. Yeah. You don't want to be too passive. First of all, you know, that's, right. You don't want to seem to be kind of a weak passive, you know, person. Uh, but yeah, it does. If you're the one saying, okay, well, what do you want to do this weekend? I don't know. Whatever you want to do. What do you want to do? It's fine. <laughs> and you say, okay, well, we're going to go to the zoo boo and then we're going to go to the cider mint, whatever. Uh, and then we'll have some dinner. Uh, you know, that, that's great, but you don't want to be doing that all the time. You don't want to be the activities coordinator. Right. And here's just another side note. When you're out and you're having drinks, whether it's water or Coke or wine, if your new date doesn't at least try to attempt to make a nice cheers thing, you know, like here's to oh, meeting you. Or, yeah. If they just start drinking. Eh, yeah. Really? Okay. <laughs> I didn't realize that. So you'd want them, well, you'd want them to say, okay, well, here's to a uh, blossoming friendship and hopefully more. Or finally getting together because we had a, right. you know, we we're, our schedules were crazy or something. Ooh, that's a good one because I, yeah. I don't think most guys would ever think of that. Think that. You're right. right. <laughs> okay, another one is he if he or she speaks badly about uh, his or her friends or uses words like, oh, that guy's an idiot or she's an imbecile. <laughs> <laughs> that's a red flag. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, you wouldn't want that that to be an impression you leave with people because no. everyone always thinks, "Wow, okay, well." Uh, but yeah, I mean, pe people uh, we often think that everybody else likes gossip as much mm -hmm. as we do, mm -hmm. but but there are there are levels of a relationship with someone I think where you you don't get into gossip. You know, you've right. got to know somebody a long time so that they really understand you 
And you also right. have to understand whether they're into that kind of conversation before you can really delve into gossipy talk. Right. Otherwise, you can't just otherwise, you, yeah. you, you can't just say, "Hey, did you hear Jane had plastic surgery?" Exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, the last one, uh, love bombing. And if you don't know what that means, it means coming on too strong too soon, uh, like excessive compliments. Oh, you're so this, you're so that. What a great shirt! Nah, 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 nah. And gifts, like physical gifts, and Ooh, like yeah. uh, too much texting, too much calling, too much borderline obsessiveness. Like, where are you? Who are you with? Where are you going? So, yeah, love yeah. bombing. I guess uh, so much has changed since since we were since I was single anyway. Uh, the, you know there was no texting, uh, right? <laughs> so first of all, the the uh, aspect of texting does provide you with what we all feel is instantaneous communication. Yeah, uh, and it doesn't require a long response, and you can you know you can say something very quickly, or you can actually you know have a discussion. But uh, the accountability factor. If somebody texts you and you don't respond, now you've mm -hmm. set up a whole new thing. <laughs> sure is, have. What does that mean? They didn't answer me. It was I. They I texted them last night. I haven't heard from them. It's been a right. day. You know. So now well, you, you know. see the you see the dots and you're waiting and then the dots go away. <laughs> which, when, which I think they they suggest means that they're reading it or thinking. I thought it meant they're typing something. Okay. See. I, I don't know if it means any of that. It might just I don't be, either. It might just be something that's on your phone, but we think right. of it as oh, they're reading it and they're deciding what they're going to say back to me. Hey, what happened? They went away. Yeah, you know, they're yep. ignoring me now. So yeah. that's a problem. So what do you do when a guy comes on? What's been your experience about people who come on too strong? Like you know, you go out on one date and then the next day at work you get a dozen roses. And, and then, uh, you know, two days later, you get a um, a, a gift of some kind. Yeah, like balloons <clears throat> or something. <laughs> I don't like that at all. <clears throat> Excuse me. Or one of those one of those singing telegrams. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that that no. just never worked out. No. Flowers the next day would be really nice if I, if I thought we had a very good day. I would be flattered. But continuous stuff and continually continuously trying to keep up a conversation that sometimes just needs to breathe mm, yeah that's okay. just oh i don't like to be i don't like to be smothered very wise and i think uh, i think this step is helpful seriously because i you know mm -hmm. especially if people have been in relationships and now they're out so correct they have they haven't been on the dating scene and they're not 25 anymore it, right. it's almost like you don't know where to start and right. you can see how some people would get carried away and think, oh, I finally found somebody. I've been alone for so long. I've been lonely. Uh, I just love everything about this person. But, man, if you come on too strong, mm. I could kill the whole thing, correct? Could. Easily. Yeah. You just got to the thrill of the hunt. You know, you got to kind of play the game that, you know, you, you know, there's some kind of uh, cat and mouse game there. It's still, still valid even after all these years. Wow. You know, now that part of it, I never got into. I never understood how that works. But you hear people say to this day, well, you know, sometimes you, uh, you want to be a little mysterious or you, 
you want to keep them guessing or, you know, a little bit of a game going on. I guess if you're not, if you're not trying to manipulate someone in a bad way, it's just uh, courtship, right? Yeah. And I don't like it. I can't stand the games, but you still do it. It's like, it's just part of, <laughs> part of what makes the dating world go around. I guess it does. All right. That's good stuff. All right. We're yeah. going to take a break and come back. Uh, this is interesting. Uh, we've got some trivia for you coming up in just a little bit. Also, um, want to talk about a show that's really taken off, especially <laughs> for our generation. And Cam's been glued to it, uh, watching every episode as soon as it airs. The Golden Bachelor. Mm -hmm. you know, that goofy guy has just won America's hearts over. He we'll, is goofy. We'll, we'll see how uh, episode two, without spoilers, Cam's mm -hmm. going to give us a rundown of whether it's still a good show to, to invest in. And then I've got another story about somebody who decided they just weren't making enough money doing their regular normal job. So they have graduated both feet first into something a little weird. And we'll talk mm. about that, that possibility coming up next when the great Michigan weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Please stay with us. All right. Uh, Saturday, pizza day, you know, the day you can uh, indulge a little bit and treat yourself. And here's something really cool with Hungry Howie's. Uh, now, when you get a pizza from Howie's, you can make a difference in the world because you're going to be ordering a little love, hope, and pizza. Even though you may just think you're ordering a pizza for dinner, that one little purchase makes a big difference because every pizza purchased in the month of October from Hungry Howie's, Howie's will make a donation to the National Breast Cancer Foundation. They've been doing this for years. They are well on their way to raising $5 million with your help. And you get that pink box that reminds everybody that you're helping out. So this time, just don't order a pie. Order a little love, hope, and pizza from the really nice people at Hungry Howie's Pizza. Check it out. They've got great flavor crusts and some new items you may not have heard about. Everything is so delicious, and today's the day for it. Hungry Howie's Pizza. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Happy Saturday morning. We hope you're staying warm uh, amidst 45 degrees. <laughs> uh, but it, it looks pretty nice out there. If, if it doesn't turn into a cold, rainy weekend, uh, it's fine with me. I don't mind. Yeah, same. A little chilly. Lots to do this weekend if you want to get out there. The Wicked Pickin' Vintage Flea Market is going on in Monroe. You got the Great Lakes Comic Expo, Dave, in Clinton Township. <laughs> Uh, Galileo, the scientist, astronomer, visionary, is being displayed at Cranbrook. And the Leif Erikson Festival in Norway, Michigan, that's up in the UP, way up there. Imagine how cold it is there. Wow. Uh, they are celebrating Viking history and the crowning of Miss Norway. All kinds of cool Viking reenactments and blacksmithing. Sounds like fun. All right, uh, 8.37 here on Saturday morning. We have been watching with great interest this new show called The Golden Bachelor, which is The Bachelor, you know, essentially The Bachelor with a guy who's, what, 70? 71, I think, okay. yeah. All right, uh, his name is Gary, and he's a really sweet guy. 
the first episode last week, they, they showed his backstory. He was married for years. Oh, it was, uh, I was crying within mm -hmm. 20, 20 seconds. Uh, he and his wife raised some beautiful girls. They finally bought their dream house. And then his wife got ill and she was gone in a month. It yeah. just a heartbreaker. So with the encouragement of his adult daughters, he decided to get back out there and try to find somebody, uh, you know, no big expectations. And he's not a weird, outgoing, crazy guy. He's very, right. very sweet. Very chill. Yeah, I can't think of a better word than sweet. Anyway, mm -hmm. so the, the folks that do the TV show said, hey, man, let's do a golden thing, a golden <laughs> bachelor. And it premiered last week, and we were laughing about it so hard because, uh, you know, they had uh, Gary there in a tuxedo, and all the girls came up in a limousine one by one. And they were all kinds of different characters. You know, uh, everybody was you know, trying very hard to impress him. There were a yes. couple people that were just funny. Um, <laughs> Depending and, and, on your your perspective yeah. of funny. And then, uh, of course, it got to where it gets serious and feelings become involved because mm -hmm. some people didn't make the cut. All right. So that was the first week. The, uh, the other night, Lynn and I were watching something we've been streaming and Cam texts, hey, uh, the Bachelor, the Golden Bachelor's on in two minutes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we haven't talked about it since, but I, I want right. to get you to take without any spoilers. Uh, right. is, is the show holding up? Is it still fun to watch? You know, I, it's holding up. I don't think it was as fun as the first one, but the first one was kind of cringy. As you know, we, we've talked about like with the certain gimmicks they tried and it was just kind of shocking. This one is more like what you'd expect from the actual bachelor where he gets to spend time with each woman and it's not a lot of time cuz you know the show, the show is only an hour. But the funny part is is that all the women he's not calling on to have just a little chat, you know, over on the park bench or whatever. It's like they're he better he better call me next. I if I don't get any time with him, I'm gonna be really mad. Yeah. And it's it's almost like I don't I don't really watch The Bachelor regular series that much, but it's almost like okay, you're 70 or you're 60 or whatever. It, you know, it's they keep they're thinking, this is my last chance. I'll never yeah. find love if it's not him. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of sad. Well, yeah, the, the women appear to be in this this part. I don't think it's fake because these aren't actors. No. Now, they may be encouraged to do goofy things or say silly things just for entertainment purposes because, after all, it is TV. But mm -hmm. for, for the most part, there's a lot of real personality. And it is kind of cringy to see women 65, 70, even 75 uh, acting like 12-year-old women. Yes. In a, yes, it is. It is. Uh, I didn't think they would, yeah, I didn't think that would be like that. But there are a couple especially that I can't. I can't stand already. Well, we and know because you mentioned it, and it's not a spoiler that you you don't like the one that looks like Chris Jenner, right? Correct, but she was actually mild compared to this one lady, Kathy, who looks like another Jenner. Okay. Who oh, I want? Uh... Okay, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, she's annoying, 
and you know just the, the one who the one in the first episode who which you've probably seen by now she's the one that brought the chicken eggs and she was clucking like a chicken yeah april yeah, Ooh. yeah get rid of her kind of out get, there cut her loose all right well did, sounds so like... did you guys watch it or no no we're gonna watch it tonight okay because uh yeah one of the platforms has it streaming now this show is has kind of taken on a life of its own i love this story okay We've all heard of the villages, the retirement home called the villages. Yeah. Yeah, they have them all over the country. The one in Florida is the crazy one where mm -hmm. uh, these <laughs> these geezers are just <laughs> wild. Well, the one in Sherman Oaks had a little get together. They decided they were going to have a, a, a TV night for the residents. And they had all the ladies come into their screening room, which they have there. And they had all these women, 25 of them in the front row to watch the Golden Bachelor. Okay. So they, okay. they, they brought all the ladies there. You know, the show's going to come up in 20 minutes and everybody's getting comfortable. They had uh, sparkling cider. Uh, this is a sure sign that it was for seniors. They had Werther's hard candy. <laughs> 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 and the uh, Ferraro Rocher chocolates. Oh yeah, those two. <laughs> the, the geezers love that. Uh, they do. So uh, it was screened at 200 retirement homes across the country. Wow! Uh, on on wow. premiere night, so this was a really good idea. So one of the residents, Meryl, she's 91. She watched all of the Bachelor shows, and she loved this idea of uh, you know a Golden Bachelor. And, and she said of Gary Turner, oh, boy, if I was 20 years younger, <laughs> I would have gone on that show. So th these elderly ladies are sitting there waiting for the show to start. And in walks Gary. No. Yeah. They no way. Up. They must have flipped. They flipped out. They, but somehow the village has got a hold of uh, Gary through the TV show, Gary Turner. And he walked in the door. And said, <laughs> I heard you wanted to know a little bit more about the Golden Bachelor. And oh, how cool. He was yucking it up and hanging out with them, and everybody wanted a hug. And then they all watched the show together. That is so fun. He he is he seems like a very, very nice man. Yeah, he does. And he seems like he has a sense of humor. I mean, if he's not just being polite, he seems like he he's a with it. He's with it. <laughs> yeah he's pretty hip and i think uh the cool thing is i think his adult daughters keep him kind of grounded and in touch right. with what's going on but there you see in the commercials they do for the next episodes he's mm -hmm. he's not real comfortable with anybody being hurt Ah, uh, yeah you're right because it was the first yeah same thing with the first episode he's already shed some tears and it's only been two eps in you know yeah he doesn't like disappointing or you know nobody likes to be rejected and he really internalizes that he's a he's a sensitive dude so you know when, he, when these women just collapse when they're not they do uh, their faces just drop and they walk out like they've just been kicked off the you know little league <laughs> baseball team <laughs> yeah. he he seems upset by that so that's the part that's mm -hmm. kind of cringy for me i don't i don't mm -hmm. like seeing people at their worst uh or right. you know, emotionally upset but uh, that shows uh, it's it's taken off, and I think I think you know there have been some people writing about this. This could kick open the door for a whole new trend in geezer shows, old mm -hmm. boomers, old boomer versions of of hit shows, because you could right. do this forever. 
Right. And they did try to do that a while back with the, I don't know if it was who wants to win, a, who wants to be a millionaire or something, something, who wants to marry a millionaire okay. and it didn't fly, but that was like, that was like 15 years ago. So you could be right. It could be a whole new, it's a whole new ball game now. Well, there's no question. I'm sure they're already working on the golden bachelorette. Yes. So yes. that'll be a, a reverse version of this. All right. Hey, we're going to take a break and come back. We've got trivia for you. A chance for you to win tickets to see Depeche Mode. And uh, a pretty good uh, topic that we were kicking around on the web that we're going to get into about Halloween and horror movies. Next, when the Great Michigan Weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. All right, welcome back, everybody. A chilly Saturday morning in the Motown. Cammie's got her blankie. Yes, I do. And, uh, <laughs> wow, that's a big one. That's, I know. We <laughs> got it last Christmas, and it's so wonderful. Yeah, Ling's <laughs> like that, too. She's got a blanket every time I mm -hmm. watch TV and uh, <laughs> upstairs on the bed. There, there's got to be like six blankets. Right. It's, it's way too much for me, but... Uh, Hey, you gotta you gotta stay warm. We have tickets for you for uh, the Depeche Mode concert. This is gonna be good. Little Caesars Arena, November eighth. Depeche Mode rose to stardom in the eighties, and their fans are so loyal. So if you are one of those great goth kind of dark, uh, mysterious <laughs> Depeche Mode fans, we've got your tickets right now, valued at ninety nine bucks. You can buy them at 313presents.com and Ticketmaster, and our rules are always available at wjr.com. Your question this time, this is a good one. What is the famous Detroit theater that has a marquee that's actually shaped like a huge red devil? Good wow. question. What yeah. is the... Famous Detroit theater that has a marquee shaped like a huge red devil. If you think you know, call us at 1-800-859-0WJR. That's 1-800-859-0957. Be the first correct caller, and you'll win tickets to Depeche Mode November 8th at Little Caesars. All right, speaking of Halloween and uh, all that fun stuff, Reader's Digest put together a list of the scariest movies of all time. And uh, it's the time of year we go on the hunt for good Halloween movies. And it, I'm always disappointed that nobody really shows the classics anymore. You have to mm -hmm. go on Amazon Prime if you want to watch Dracula or Frankenstein or The Mummy or right. Creature. So we asked people on Facebook about your uh, scary movie choices. And we've got a list and we've got a winner. Uh, but I want to start with Cam. When you were a kid, what was... The, what was the very first scary movie you remember that like really terrified you may even have had nightmares or you you were in the theater as a kid and you screamed uh maybe hid your eyes that kind of thing and then what's a movie that scared you as an adult okay jaws was the first one i remember that scared <clears throat> scared the heck out of me and uh, boy, I was in seventh grade and Jaws came out and it was like, that, you know, that was the thing to see. And I was afraid and I did have nightmares. Did and you then, really? Yeah, because because the exorcist didn't really make sense to me when I was that age. You know, the, all the religious and, and you know, right. exercising demons and stuff. But Jaws was real. That was a, you know, that was a real shark and that could happen. <laughs> 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 but... Uh, 
as I got older, I think the omen scared me. Yeah. And um, the sixth sense, which remember with uh, Bruce Willis and oh, Bruce Haley Wilson? Joel Osment? That scared you? Oh, yeah. That's, hmm. yeah, that really scared me. And The Shining. There are so many, but The Shining. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm uh, much older than you, of course. So for me as a kid, I remember going to the Wayne Theater on uh, Michigan Avenue in Wayne, Michigan, uh, matinee on a Saturday and being terrified by a movie called Gorilla at Large. <laughs> <laughs> Which now is comical because it's right, and all it was was a gorilla escapes from the zoo, and of course is terrorizing the town. And and in all those old movies, uh, no matter what the monster was, whether it was the creature or a werewolf or or a yeah. gorilla, they always went after a pretty lady who lived alone. Always, <laughs> <One Yep. of laughs> uh, but as an adult man, and I saw it when it first came out. And we have never been able to watch it since. It's just too terrifying. And I think if if you were brought up Catholic, it has a much deeper fright factor. And it's The Exorcist. Mm -hmm. There's just uh, if you were raised in that religion, uh, it's it's just too scary because you know a big part of the Catholic religion is that that is not fantasy. That that could happen. Uh, True. There are long stories, uh, historical accounts of exorcisms. There are priests for, for hundreds of years who've specialized in that. There's still an exorcism squad wow. out of the Vatican. Like the Ghostbusters? Yeah, <laughs> it still happens. I'm not kidding, but yeah. You, you can look around on the web and find stories and, and see some of the most terrifying videos of of people like climbing up the side of a wall or you know oh mm, i can't oh, do that could watch it as a kid but man uh, it was terrifying then but then lynn and i tried to watch it one halloween we couldn't get more than mm. 20 minutes into it it was just oh they, there's hard. a new exorcist out yeah has anyone seen it do, any reviews on that one yet i haven't seen but it looks it really looks scary like un- unsettling, even in the promo, it looks very scary. All right. Well, we asked people online on Facebook about this scary movies when you were a kid and then as an adult. Loretta mentioned The Blob. You remember The Blob? <laughs> the old Barely. one? Oh, it was great. Uh, <laughs> Bonnie listed one that we may have overlooked, Psycho. Oh, yeah. Nancy. Hush, Hush, Sweet Charlotte. Michael said The Fly. Uh, Terry said trilogy of terror. That's the one with Karen black. She's being chased by the voodoo doll. I do remember that one. <laughs> oh, that was great. Uh, night of the living dead, the original. And then an overwhelming number of people said, uh, said this and, and Lynn brought this up first. Uh, the birds, mm. Hitchcock's mm-hmm. birds, just terrifying. Mm-hmm. Boy, you talk about special effects way ahead of their time. I know. Wasn't My that um, Tippy Hedren? Yes. <laughs> Man, that was a scary movie. I see it was. People it was wrote, anytime I see a flock of birds on like a <laughs> swing set or on a tree, it freaks me out. So, all right. Bob from Brandon Township knew it's the Fox Theater that has the marquee that looks like a big red oh. devil. 
All right. Of course. Bob's okay. going to Depeche Mode. Your chance to win again happens next hour. We'll do trivia again, and we've got more of the great Michigan weekend. When we continue here on News Talk 760 WJR. Wow. Where was <laughs> Detroit? Hey, welcome, everybody. Six minutes after nine o'clock. 48 degrees. Can you believe how cold it is? It is chilly, chilly. But the sun is nice. It is, yeah. So that I'm thinking it's going to make it feel closer to 60, which is oh, good, just okay. perfect for October. I could yeah. be wrong. I don't do weather anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love we love it when it's around 60 and a little bit of sun, and, uh, and then at nighttime you can. Uh, somebody in the neighborhood's got a fireplace going with real wood. Mm -hmm. mm, I love that smell. Yeah, me too. Uh, lots of things going on. If you want to get out this weekend up in Alpena, they're doing shades of fall and a chili cook-off. Mm. And I love chili cook-offs years ago. Um, Mike Bradley and I were asked to be celebrity judges <laughs> in the famous Celine chili, mm -hmm. which was a big, big thing. And, uh, we we were just so thrilled. We somebody offered us a helicopter ride no. <laughs> from Dearborn to Celine, which took about three minutes, by the way. Right, right. So anyway, we were trying all. You know, we were going from uh, table to table, trying everybody's chili, and uh, boy, people people get there like hours ahead of time and cooking. And I I all I remember is being at one table, going, "Wow, this is really interesting. What is that?" Uh, What's that meat that you've got in your chili here? And the guy says, rattlesnake. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh. 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 So it, uh, and then a lot of people were, you know, <laughs> dumping like whole bottles of tequila in their chili. Oh. <laughs> really? It got pretty crazy, but uh, people wow. loved it. And it was all for charity. Uh, up in uh, Grand Rapids, it's Pulaski Days. And if you want to head up to Flint, it's Ookie Spooky Light Show at the Longway Planetarium. Mm, okay. Well, lots, lots of things going on. And, of course, here at home, we've got a number of things going on. Some big games uh, this weekend. Today, you got a Michigan game. And tomorrow, that Lions game that mm -hmm. everybody's talking about. So let's go to Dave Rieger, our producer on the Great Michigan Weekend, and our sports director on our show for an update on what's going on in sports. Dave? Hey, Jim, we're going to start with the number two team in the nation, Michigan. They're on the road tonight against Minnesota. The Wolverines 5-0 and on the season. They look to keep that win streak going and also capture the little brown jug. The Golden Gophers, they're 3-2 and on the season. All three of their wins at home this year. Michigan, they have not lost a road game since losing to Michigan State on October 30th, 2021. State fans, are, state fans will remember that game, five touchdowns. For Kenneth Walker the third, Michigan will need a good game from their defense tonight. That game will kick off at 7:30. MSU they get the week off. They are on the bye. Heading to the NFL tomorrow, the Detroit Lions they're going to welcome in the Carolina Panthers to Ford Field, looking to improve to four and one and hoping to get some revenge on that Panthers loss last season. You remember 37-23 against Carolina. The injury bug, though, has hit the Lions this week. Amon Ross St. Brown is doubtful after not practicing all week. Star rookie Brian Branch, who also did not practice this week, he is out. And their rookie running back, Jamar Gibbs, he's questionable. 
Carolina has not won a game yet this season, and it's been a rough go for their rookie quarterback and first-round draft pick Bryce Young. That game kicks off at 1 p.m. Cam, have you found anybody who has an extra ticket yet? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> it's They're like gold. They really yeah. are. Maybe yeah. somebody out there that you know just hadn't realized right. you, want, you want to go. So you, right. you never know. Just, I'll uh, make it pretty well known. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, you should probably have your, your game day clothes uh, laid right. out on your bed in case you get that call. You can switch like that. <laughs> exactly. I can do the quick Dick Van Dyke switch and, yeah, <laughs> head out. All right. Uh, heading over to baseball, the divisional playoffs are starting today. Four games, Rangers at Orioles, Twins at Astros, Phillies at Braves, and the Diamondbacks are at the Dodgers. Each series now is a best of five. And the Red Wings, they're going to play their final preseason game tonight at LCA. They're welcoming the Toronto Maple Leafs. That puck drops at 7 p.m. We know Jim's very excited for the start of the regular season. And as he said last hour... He's thinking that the Red Wings may make the playoffs this year. Oh, I don't think there's any question. I'm in 100%. I think uh, that will be the goal. Uh, and it's it's an interesting goal to have because by, by most standards, that's not nearly enough. But, mm-hmm. but, but we know from the way our, our last several seasons, that, that would be a big improvement. So, And if we can make it there, I think we'll be okay. Yeah, who doesn't uh, want to go back to the days of those late-night uh, West Coast playoff games that the Red Wings used to be in, although they're in a different division now, so you really won't have that much anymore. But uh, I remember those days. Every year it was uh, out in L.A. or Anaheim uh, oh, playing those late 10 10.30 starts, and then the game would go into overtime, and we'd be uh, up all night long. And I'm sure uh, you did mornings back then. I'm sure that those were some uh, rough broadcasts for you after some of those games, Jim. Yeah, I am. Uh, I, I am not mentally stable when it comes to hockey, especially when when it heats up and we're we're in the hunt. Uh, I internalize everything. I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm yelling. You know, the dogs upset. <laughs> Uh, and, and it takes me hours to cool down as if I was on the ice myself. I just can't, uh, I can't disassociate. So I'm mm-hmm. one of those fans, but remember everybody had those flags on their car. Oh yeah. Yes. I just saw I one. Remember those. I remember the, other the day. flags. <laughs> and then when, if we got into a situation where we could possibly sweep, people would put brooms in their mm-hmm. truck on the, on yep. the tailgate of their yep. trucks. <laughs> they'd have brooms. That too. <laughs> driving around uh that was great fun yeah those are the, those are good days i'm uh, it'd be great to get uh to get the wings and the pistons kate Cun- kate cunningham he's healthy uh they look to ha- try to make a you know a little bit of a run to the playoffs um and uh and then there's and then there's the lions obviously um the hottest team here besides the michigan wolverines so uh, a lot to look forward to this weekend uh with sports you know, it's it's funny. I think uh, Lions, the organization, the team, and the fans, we fans, have all kind of adjusted to originally being nuts over how great they were going to be, mm-hmm. and then and then you know being kind of settled down by a loss, and then feeling right. good again. But now I think we're being all very mature about it and very sensible. 
and boy, I'm not hearing anybody predicting a blowout tomorrow, even mm-hmm. though even though Carolina is winless. Everybody's being very yeah. cautious and, and thoughtful. Right, and I think I think people finally uh, decided to ditch the blue masks, blue <laughs> masks. Was, I hope anyway. <laughs> that, was, that was not a good idea. You, you know. might need some of them for the for the weather outside today, though. Maybe. All right. Speaking of sports, we asked Dave uh, last week. I don't know how we got into it, but we were talking about the greatest Tigers of all time. And uh, of course, being baby boomers, we love thinking about the old days and all the great players and the fun times we had as kids and adults. So we asked Dave to do a little homework. We can put together a list of the top Tigers of all time. And we're going to get into that next. When the Great Michigan Weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Well, here's a win-win situation for everybody. If you would like to have a delicious Hungry Howie pizza this weekend, go ahead and do that and feel good about the fact that you're helping Howie's make a donation to the National Breast Cancer Foundation. They do this every year. They, uh, they have those pink boxes to you know commemorate breast cancer awareness. And they will make a donation when you buy a pizza. They're well on their way to raising $5 million for the Breast Cancer Foundation. So treat yourself maybe uh, for game time, maybe tonight if you're going to watch a good scary Halloween movie or you've got some people coming over or you don't want to cook and you want to feed the kids something healthy and delicious. Hungry Howie's Pizza, and you can help out the National Breast Cancer Foundation. And good luck to everybody tomorrow in the race for the cure for the Breast Cancer Foundation. And make sure you get that pizza. Order a little love, hope, and pizza from our friends at Hungry Howie's. Welcome back, everyone, on this chilly Saturday morning in Michigan and all kinds of things going on for you to uh, enjoy with the family, like the St. Francis of Assisi and St. Hedwig Parish Fall Festival in Detroit. You got the Festival of Darkness Film Festival, also in Detroit. Ringo Starr is at Masonic. God bless Ringo. Still Mm -hmm. doing it. He's got his (laughs) all-star band, which is pretty cool. It's an assemblage of... uh, rockers who've been around throughout the years some of some of whom you you wouldn't necessarily know by name but if you looked them up you'd see they were on this album or they were on this tour i mean great great musicians Stuart copeland of the police is with the dso orchestra Stuart was the drummer for the police he's a dso okay. and monster high live at the <laughs> theater Speaking of uh, live stuff, you heard that commercial a moment ago for the Taylor Swift movie. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like Guy Gordon's giving away tickets next week, which is going to be huge. You got to oh, hand yeah. it. I'm not a huge Swifty. I, I think no, she's you're not. No, I think she's okay. You know, I don't mm-hmm. have anything against her. I do not understand this this phenomenon that's going on, but I you got to give her credit. It's just huge. Well, she's doing this movie which is just simply a movie of her show, her concert. Right. So that didn't cost a lot. You know, it's not, right. it was not, already, like, <laughs> it's not like a $20 million, you know, Top Gun movie. Right. Uh, but here's where the brilliance comes in. She decided to cut out the middleman. She's been selling tickets directly online 
to the AMC theaters. Okay. Pre-show pre sales as of last night were a hundred million dollars. Man. For a movie. And she doesn't have to right. She doesn't have to pay Ticketmaster or anything like that, right? Nope. Whoever's running her her organization, Swift Inc. is because <laughs> man I agree. It's like that kid comes up with more and more ways to get creative and make more money. And, you know, the fans will love this. People will go dressed up. People will camp out. People will uh, do their version of tailgating before the movie starts. Mm -hmm. It will be a huge event. And they will I... scream when the movie starts. Yes, I actually would go see that. I am not a big fan of concerts, live concerts and crowds and stuff. But that I would love to be sitting in a nice chair with my little popcorn. And... <laughs> I would love it. I'll wait for it to stream. I like doing all those yeah, things. Yeah, true. There you go. In my living room. <laughs> uh, you know, sitting in a theater. It would be like, I remember when the Beatles released Hard Day's Night and Help. And mm -hmm. you went to the movies and you couldn't hear the movie because people were screaming. <laughs> the girls okay. were screaming the minute they came on on the uh, screen. So, All right. I reversed my decision. You're right. When it starts <laughs> streaming, I will. <laughs> Might be a similar thing. All right, it's 923. We asked Dave Rieger, our producer and our sports director on our show, to put together a list of the top Tigers of all time. And, uh, you know, there's so much talent to think about. But I, I forget how we got on the subject. But I'm looking forward to this. So, so, Dave, what do you have? Is it a top 10? Is it a top 5? How does this work? So uh, we were talking last week, and uh, how it started was we, we were trying to figure out if Miguel Cabrera was the greatest Tiger ever based on the fact that uh, last weekend was his uh, final weekend yes. before he retired. Yeah. So um, in going through trying to uh, do this list, um, it seems like in this analytical age, the, uh, the, the players are ranked by a algorithm called WAR, and what it stands for is wins above replacement. And it attempts to measure a player's overall value compared to a replacement level player. And it's based on different positions. So my list was basically a Tiger lineup based on war as far as being the most overall great, the best way to, you know, judge a player's ability. Okay. So Here's the lineup for the Tigers, if we were to do it by war, okay, for each position in a batting lineup, all right, in the history mm -hmm. of the Tigers. Leading off would be Ty Cobb, who has a, uh unbelievable war number. And if you have a war number of, like, so Babe Ruth had the highest war number ever at 185. Ty Cobb's is, like, 143. Okay. So, very I would high. agree. Ty Cobb, what a great player. Yeah, a, a different era, but still probably, you know, generally most people say the greatest Tiger ever. Uh, number two in the lineup would be at second base, Charlie Gehringer. Oh, and yeah. His war was 78.6, local guy from Fowlerville uh, who played with uh, who played uh, for Michigan. But a lot of people also might take into account Lou Whitaker, uh, maybe as somebody uh, at second baseman who's not in the Hall of Fame, but probably should be. Yes. Third, uh, batting third in right field, Al Kaline. Obviously um, considered Mr. Tiger. You know, mm -hmm. everybody loves Al Kaline. 399 home runs, a great player, played his entire career with the Tigers. Dave, batting have you ever heard fourth, the story? 
it's uh, it's a story that our uh, boomers have been talking about for years. I just wondered if your generation ever heard this. Uh, true story that Al Kaline was offered a, a, a salary increase uh, by the Tigers in his heyday at his prime. And he ended up saying, no, I'm going to turn that down because nobody in baseball should be making $100,000 a year. I have heard that story, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I have heard that story, Man. yes. Compare that to, to today's numbers. Yeah, oh, it's, oh, I mean, it, it, you know, listen, there were guys that played, uh, you know, back in the uh, they in the offseason, they when they got another job, you know. It was, it's like, it's crazy to think what athletes that were legends made back yeah. then and then what they're, and then what they make today. Right. You know, it's, it's insane. Um, uh, at first base though, Hank Greenberg. Now yeah. some people might say Miguel Cabrera, but you'll see why we, why I put Hank in there at first base. Um, great player back in the thirties because the next person, Miguel Cabrera, if you remember, he played a little bit of third base. So I put Miguel Cabrera at third base and he okay. comes in at fifth in uh in our batting order another uh fantastic tiger obviously 500 home runs 3,000 hits uh two-time mvp triple crown one of the best tigers ever then we come to the dh and people from uh 1968 fans will remember norm cash and he uh he comes in yep he comes in uh he had 41 home runs back in 1961 and he had an insane war of of 10.2. Now, it wasn't like anybody who has an, a war of like six or seven, because remember, each position is different. So for a DH, that was uh, pretty impressive in 1961 where he hit 41 home runs. Number seven, our catcher, Bill Freehan, he comes in. He was great, an incredible player for the Tigers. A lot of 84 fans will say Lance Parrish. He was also pretty good. So I would I would put you know Bill Freehand and then Parrish as the backup. Uh, okay. Number eight, our shortstop Alan Trammell. Yeah, just got into the Hall of Fame. Incredible shortstop. Um, mm -hmm. Eighty-four um, MVP for the World Series. Um, he uh, was uh, pretty incredible in that night. And even in nineteen eighty-seven, the last he uh, also was uh, pretty good in that season. Uh, left fielder Sam Crawford. I don't know if a lot of people know him. He's from back in the day. He was uh, pretty good and uh, left field. And then we have our starting pitcher. Now, many people would think, including myself, Justin Verlander. But Me if too. you go by, but if you go by WAR, it's Mickey Lolich. Oh yeah, Mickey Lolich. So, people, boy, you're talking about the '60s. Mickey right. Lolich, just the greatest. And uh, not on the list that I had uh, found here, but if we went with relievers, a lot of people would say John Hiller from back in the day. I would go with Willie Hernandez, 1984, your Cy Young and MVP. Uh, that was an incredible year for him. Then, unfortunately, he changed his name back to Guillermo, and then he was never the same. So, <laughs> but, for that, but for that one year, for that one year, he but for that one year, he was pretty good. So, all right, that's, so that's my list. list. That's a good list. I think we, we should post that on our website because uh, you get a lot of discussion going on that. Maybe offer that up oh, to yeah. your, your buddies that do the sports shows. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. 
Yeah, good list. All right, it's uh, 9.30. We're going to take a break and come back. We're going to talk about the weirdest career change so far this year. You're not going to believe this, and you're certainly not going to believe why. Coming up next from the Great Michigan Weekend continues here on News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back, everyone. If you're looking for things to do this weekend, you've got some classics. Funny Girls at the Fisher, Madam Butterfly at the Detroit Opera House, Air Supply at Music Hall, still packing it in. Uh, one of our favorites from Fox News, Kat Timpf, is at the Majestic Theater. We just love her on Fox. Uh, you got To Kill a Mockingbird in East Lansing. Moriarty, the Sherlock Holmes villain, Moriarty, Meadowbrook Theater, Little Shop of Horrors up in Muskegon. And how about this, a fall wagon tour at Stony Creek Nature Center. You can take a tractor-drawn wagon to witness the sights and sounds of fall in the trails of Stony Creek. Spend a few hours out in nature, followed by a roaring campfire to celebrate the season. Sounds like a nice flannel shirt out in. <laughs> All right. So uh, lots of things going on around town. Uh, I saw this on the web, and it, it's there's a, sad, a very sad component to this. Um, you're familiar with a website called OnlyFans? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've not been on this site, but as I understand it, it's a, a subscription website where you can log on as a member and look around for people that you like who are set up to perform different acts on screen for a price. Right. Is that accurate? I, I've i never looked at it, but that's from what I understand, yes. Okay, so there's a, an adult con, um, <clears throat> composition to this kind of, uh, you know, adults only thing. So obviously people are paying to watch somebody do a sexy dance or you know, mm -hmm. your imagination, whatever you can think of. Yeah, that's what they're doing on OnlyFans, all the way to <laughs> the max. Correct. <laughs> all right. I think I've described that properly. Anyway, yes. <laughs> this is this is really sad. Uh, and, well, we got to change something here. Uh, in Missouri, a high school teacher was placed on leave after officials found out from students that uh, she had an OnlyFans account. Oh, and no. You, you could go go on and uh, you could see the teacher, Brianna Coppage, age 28. You could, <laughs> you could see Miss Coppage on OnlyFans, and students were going on, of course. And, and, oh. and it took about 20 seconds for that to get around the school. And she right. was doing a, a lot of adult entertaining. So she ends up saying, okay, don't, don't hate me. I only did this because I don't make enough money as a teacher to get by. Mm -hmm. okay. Now you can, you can say, well, there's a million part-time jobs you could take yes. besides this. But do, she yeah, said, DoorDash, do DoorDash. <laughs> yeah. The money is just too good. And to her credit, she instantly resigned saying, I don't want to put the school through this, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I respect the school and certainly the students, but she, she's not shy about, uh, you know, being a former English teacher who had this double life 
and you could go on there and ask her to do a strip tease or or worse and then there are other cases of of adults couples that have normal jobs but in their part time are doing this only fans thing and it goes right through you know watching a couple in their most intimate moments no <laughs> or, no or, or any other weird thing you could imagine so right you know, somebody could be on there right now searching. I, I want to watch Cam Carmen eat an apple. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay a hundred bucks for that. Right. Um, she said she was making an extra $8,000 a month. Oh my gosh. Really? Yep. So, you know, just close to a hundred grand a year uh, with her only fans account. And as a teacher, she was only making 42 grand. Mm-hmm. Not surprising. Yeah. So there is an expectation, she says, that teachers should be the moral leaders of students. And I do not I do not disagree with that. I taught the curriculum. I taught the students reading and writing. I didn't guide them on my thoughts or beliefs. And I can't control what people think of me. I just know who I am. And she resigned, of course, which was the right thing to do. And she says, I, I don't regret joining OnlyFans. I only know it can be taboo. Some people may believe that it's shameful, but I don't think sex work has to be shameful. I do wish things had happened differently. So, okay. So is it only sex stuff or is that something like, I want to see Cam Carmen eating an apple. Do people do normal things like that well, too on this well, site? No. I was using that example. I know, I know. <laughs> but you know, there's somebody out there who would really be into that. <laughs> so it's, it's not just it's not just <laughs> eating an apple. Somebody might that might be their their thing. You know? Gotcha. I love uh, TV chicks eating fruit. I don't know. Right, it, right, right. It, it could be anything. I mm -hmm. think for the most part, and again, I guess one of us has to go on and find out what what is on that site but for the most part i think it's sex you know people mm -hmm. you can see it, whatever you want and the weird part about it is there are people on it that are kind of semi-famous i just read a story last yeah, week yeah i right i can't remember mm -hmm. who it was but it's somebody who was kind of famous and then became unfamous Mm-hmm. One of the yeah. one of the uh real housewives or somebody, somebody maybe like, somebody yeah. like that who's now on this uh OnlyFans site and and people have the money and they're logging on there. And uh, I guess you know, in, in the case of this teacher who's very attractive, there's a picture of her, but she looks mm -hmm. like a normal girl next door or like a young student teacher, long blonde hair kind of all-American California-looking girl. Um, but, man, when your students, when your own students are... That's <laughs> creepy. Are, that, That's, that, yeah, that gets extra creepy. That crosses the line. Is yeah. it like you buy you know, buy whatever, a session? Did, can the teacher or whoever set the amount of time, or is it a set time, yep. like, for everybody? Or No, you, you establish the page, as I understand it, and then you set all your own rules. Okay. So you, you, uh, I guess take requests, mm -hmm. but that would be between you and the subscriber. And they would say, you know, uh, I want to watch you, uh, dance to the soundtrack from Greece. 
right and you would say okay pal i'll do that for 200 bucks and they would say okay and then then more whatever somehow mm -hmm. somehow the money <laughs> exchanges wow. and the next wow. thing <laughs> you know you're uh you're dancing to grease lightning i <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, it's it's kind of a shame because it's almost like this is getting normalized. I know. In a weird way, isn't it? Yeah, there was a, a character on Shameless, which, you know, was years ago. And she did the same thing. And it was it was shocking. But it wasn't like she, it wasn't dirty or that. She did it for money. So, I don't know. I, I don't like it. I wouldn't do it. I would never even participate. But I... I a hundred thousand dollars a year is quite tempting. That's a lot of cake, but and for the mm -hmm. most part, the stories I read, and and again, one of us is going to have to do, you know, for in a journalistic fashion, go on and poke around without joining up. Mm -hmm. or, yep, mm -hmm. I don't want that on my resume. Mm -mm. Uh, but um, <laughs> it, to find out what it is, but for the most part, the stories we hear though are are pretty explicit. It's it's not yeah. just it's just it's not it's not um, soft core. Right, adult right. Entertainment. It's the full Monty. So, well, okay. So, this is a weird question. It may be a different conversation for another time. Is that considered the dark web? Like, I don't know much about no, the dark that's web. The main no, web, mainstream. Okay. Yeah. Wow. You can go on there right now and just see the front page and see what's going on. Wow. Uh, but it, its appeal, I guess, is that whatever you're into, there's somebody out there providing. Mm -hmm some form of entertainment that relates to it i don't i don't some, know. yeah you know some peep show somebody will want it uh i might put a page if you know if, if you want to see a big fat white guy sitting in a pie okay <laughs> you know, uh, that might be your thing somebody <laughs> might remember that on breaking bad or better call saul that was a that was one of the plots they called it a, a cobbler squat and there was a guy who would sit in a uh peach cobbler and somebody would pay to watch that if, i don't that's remember all he that. did fully clothed uh oh, the cobbler spot it was a whole thing all right uh it continues to get weird and i think the bottom line on that story revol uh, involving miss coppage is we've got to start paying teachers that is the bottom line i know that's been the age-old you know uh debate and discussion it's like you yeah you feel sorry for them well, but, you know, how about delivering groceries instead of... Yeah, there are a million choices, but to think that somebody would be interested in dumping a career as a teacher to be in right. porn, yeah. is, uh, that's a sad commentary. We, we can do Yeah, that. it is. All right, we're going to take a break, come back. We have trivia for you. Uh, so hang on for that. And some other good things happening as the Great Michigan Weekend concludes here on News Talk 760 WJR. All right, we're back. In the remaining moments of the show, we were just talking about OnlyFans and a teacher who uh, gave up her job as a high school teacher to do an adults-only subscription thing on OnlyFans. And we were laughing about it and we were crying about it because, you know, it's terrible that a teacher would give up a, a teaching job because mm -hmm. it doesn't pay enough. And then we were teasing Cam about uh, maybe, maybe she needs a channel like um you could uh pay to watch cam do the weather dressed as <laughs> little bo peep <laughs> oh and, uh, I, and a sheep yeah you know, yeah that'd be great 
I don't think I'd make much money on that. Well, you never know because I'm looking at it right now. Now, I'm not a member, so I can't get past the sign-up page. But mm-hmm. they have the featured posts. So the first one you see is a very well-endowed woman popping out of a top. And she's going to make a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of jiggling involved. Then there's one that looks like it's it's normal. It's a race car thing where a bunch of guys are uh, hanging around the track. That looks normal. Then there's quite a few women in like yoga clothing who are doing yoga or warm-ups, but they're scantily clad. Okay. There's a lot of the, a lot of these involving food. Then here's the weirdest one I found. Watch my balloons explode. Mm-mm-mm. Experience the fun <laughs> experiment with uh, cloven dough and be happily surprised by the ending. So this is a girl sitting at a table outside. And she's got a bunch of balloons that look like they're filled with water, and she's popping them one at a time. Uh, then you got wow, that's thrilling. Watch me get ready for a wedding, and there's a girl <laughs> in a robe putting on makeup. Well, I don't know where that goes. And then this one—they're not even trying. Uh, join us, Claudia and Danielle will host coffee and cleavage, <laughs> which is an adult talk show, and it goes from there. But I. Not to demonize this thing totally. I'm sure there are people on this that are, are doing serious things like, you know, how to make a birdhouse or, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tips on uh, child raising, whatever. But uh, it's out there, baby. It's yeah, weird. I don't like that at all. No. That's odd. Mm-mm. I feel all like right. a voyeur. If, yeah, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> That's where the money is, I guess. Hey, I as far as showbiz goes, there's a whole bunch of Detroit connections going on with the big famous people. Mariah Carey kicking off her Christmas season tour with a holiday right here in Detroit. She's going to be at LCA on the 1st of December. Merry Christmas one and all is the name of her show. She is now the self-proclaimed queen of Christmas. True. Self-proclaimed being the operative words. Yeah. Uh, based on that that hit song that uh, you're going to be hearing a lot. That I never want to hear again. <laughs> oh, I want the Christmas is you. Uh, Rolling Stones releasing their first new album in seven years. All kinds of guest stars on the Stones album. Elton, Lady Gaga, and uh, our own Don Was is involved oh, yeah. in that. Uh, you got a couple of farewell tours. In the Motor City coming, the Eagles, their long goodbye tour. And Kiss will play the LCA for the last time on October. Uh, Band of Brothers. Uh, That was huge. Well, there's a new one coming out called Masters of the Air. Okay. Which is about the Air Force. So all the, you know, folks who were involved in World War II and the Air Corps, starring Austin Butler, who played Elvis. Mm Mm-hmm. That should be pretty good. Back to this KISS thing. Were you saying um, the original members are going to be in it, or do we not know? I I saw a commercial for it, and I didn't know. I personally don't know, but I would assume it's the guys, yeah. Since it's their farewell tour, right? And yeah, I, that would be kind of cool. I don't remember seeing any stories about somebody replacing mm-hmm. anybody. You know, like um, what's his name replacing Gene Simmons, Ace Freely. 
Yeah, but remember, um, Adam Lambert replaced Fern oh, yeah. and Queen. Right. Oh, uh, yeah, we're hearing from the studio back there. Uh, I think it's Brian telling us only Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons remain okay. in the band. I, I didn't know that. Oh, gotcha. I didn't know either. It says the other two guys have been replaced. So, hmm. hmm. We'll see how that goes. I don't know how they get in those costumes at this age. Oh, I know. <laughs> those skin tight costumes. And they're so much older. It's like those spike shoes. Like how do they how do they walk in those without yeah. breaking a hip? Anything cross your mind in showbiz land? Anything big happening? Oh, uh, I I did hear something about Ben and Jennifer again that their marriage once again raising eyebrows. Uh oh. Yeah, I guess they were caught in another heated argument. This time it was in their car. It seems to always be right around their car. So I don't know what happened. But um, fans are saying Ben was seen recently having an intimate moment with first ex Jennifer Garner. Uh oh. So I know. But, uh, you know, you never know how it's how real it is. But I did see the photos and Benifer, they were arguing. Boy, they seem to do that a lot. So. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's time to call it. Right. Maybe they, they've just been married a slight bit longer than Britney Spears and Sam. Right. But, okay. Yeah. Could, yeah. A little quick trivia for her before we leave. What is the state fish of Mish? What is the state, <laughs> state fish of Michigan? If you think you know, call us at 1-800-859-0WJR. That's 1-800-859-0957. 1st correct caller will win tickets to see Depeche Mode. That should be a great show, November 8th at Little Caesars. This prize is valued at 99 bucks. So give us a call if you can name the state fish of Michigan. And if you want to buy tickets, 313presents.com and Ticketmaster. And you can always read our rules at wjr.com. So what are you going to do today? Any uh, fun things planned? I know you're going to watch the Lions game. Oh, that's tomorrow. But yeah, um, I will have, uh, I just have lots of errands to run today and just, you know, you get caught up in, in work and stuff during the week and just can't get things done. So. Yeah. It's not like when we were 25 now, as you get older, Saturday afternoon is errand day. Yes. You know, yep. you go to the post office or you do the grocery shopping or <sighs> you do the dry cleaning or, you know, mm -hmm. And you, mm -hmm. and then you really don't feel like you're done, or you can relax and, until Saturday night. So. Right, and then Sunday it's football all day. Yeah, all right. <laughs> hey, we'll see you guys next week. No, actually, we're off next week. We'll see you in two weeks. Happy trails to you.